Hey everyone, welcome to the Work Friends Podcast, where we bring meaningful conversations to you. I'm Jen Brubaker, and I'm here with my co-host, work and real friend, Ainsley Stanley. Today on the podcast, we are chatting with our friend, Abby DeBubba, who is the executive director at YFC Kingston, where they are passionate about making better humans. So pick some rocks, pick some locks, do whatever you need to do, and enjoy today's episode. Cool. Well, Evie, welcome. This is so fun. I think this is so, such a fun connection that our Aero friend, Daniel, who you met one time at a youth retreat, question mark, connected us. So here we are. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, I've been dreaming about this day for at least a year. <laughs> <laughs> Dreams really do come true. They do. They do. Shoot for the stars, people. Yeah, love it. Um, well, we're going to, we have a jam-packed plan for our time here today, but we're going to start off with some fun facts. So what is your ideal day? Uh, my ideal day would be uh, doing things that I feel like I'm, I was created to do, so um coaching playing basketball would be up there uh teaching something preaching probably would be up there i feel like most i feel most alive when i do those things um and then eating and sleeping got to do those two things as well love it good day good attainable day too jen loves when people answer this with a like your ideal day something you can actually do on the weekly kind of thing yeah, yeah it's your favorite um, okay, if you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would they be? Uh, so I, I struggled with this question, and then I realized, like, I would just want to have a, a dinner with one person, and it would be uh, me in the future, like at the end of my life. Um, oh, wow! Yeah, and then I'll bring a notebook, and I would have, or just I would have my laptop. And just like ask away, ask a lot of personal things like, hey, do I like, do I make it? Do I fail? Do I, um, you know, what are some lessons that I can have now so I don't make mistakes later? Um, try to kind of figure out shortcuts. Uh, and then, and then I would also ask like, I don't know, questions about stocks and uh, <laughs> like who, who wins the 2024 NBA championship? Um yeah, so I could uh, responsibly, responsibly like invest in certain stocks. <laughs> Insider trading with yourself from the future. Exactly. Yes. I love the spin that you put on that. <laughs> I think that's probably like top creative answer. Is it allowed? Uh, I'm sorry if it's not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure it is. We can yeah. do whatever the heck we want. Yeah. Love it. Dinner with your future self. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, what's your biggest flex? Uh, this, uh, but I'm super humble. Uh, I, I think <laughs> I'm, I would say that I'm an above average listener because I'm like pretty curious, uh, not about everything, but, but, but about luckily, like you can be curious about a bunch of different things. Um, but I, I, I'm curious about people and what makes them tick and why they do the things that they do. So um, that has made me someone that is like willing to listen. And um, so, yeah, that's I, not something I can take credit for, but just like God made me this way. So it's cool. Mm. I've had like two conversations with you and I already know that that's true because 
actually Daniel asked me, he's like, oh, did you meet Ebby? I was like, yeah. I was like, I didn't learn anything about him because he just asked me like a whole bunch of questions. And he's like, yeah, that's how it usually goes with me too. So. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Cool. Uh, how did you get to YFC and what were you doing before? Uh, so I moved to Kingston in 2014 to go to Queens and I ended up taking computing, uh, computer science. I didn't really like it, but I took it. And, uh, the, at some point in that era, I think I felt calling a calling to, to ministry. So, um, I went up to the pastor that I, the only pastor that I knew in town, I actually, at that time I wasn't going to church even, but I went to the pastor and I said, Hey, I, I, I think I feel called. Can you teach me how to like teach the Bible? And so he started mentoring me. And after a while, after a year of that, he kind of gave me the opportunity to be an intern at his church. And uh, as I was like kind of discerning whether that was the path for me, uh, we had a, I was helping with Sunday school. We had a Sunday school meeting and I just randomly said, why can't our church have like the best youth group in the city? At the time we didn't have a youth group. And uh, it was just like, I just threw it out there. And then afterwards, he, t- he texts me and he says, hey, if you're going to be an intern here, you're going to be in charge of that. And I texted him back. I said, that's not what I meant. I just, it was a, it was a hypothetical <laughs> for somebody else to do. Um, so, yeah, I became an intern. And that was, that was like my main task to start a youth group. Um, the summer before I started, though, he, I, I was, I was trying to like, I was like, do you know who David Wilkerson is? Mm-mm. No, he has a really good sermon called "The Call to Anguish," and basically he says, like every like true ministry comes from a place of anguish, where God allows humans to like feel what He feels about a certain issue, and uh, through prayer and through like compassion, um, like true ministry is born. And so I wanted that, and I think uh, in high school I, I helped with younger people, but in university I, I wasn't around younger people at all. So. Um, I just felt disconnected and didn't feel like I had a heart for them anymore. Uh, but that summer, as I was praying for that, I got a job as an assistant prison chaplain uh, for the Salvation Army. And uh, for whatever reason, I wasn't allowed in the prison, so I, I didn't actually get to, to be a chaplain. But the, there was a church I was running a day camp uh, for, for kids in a rough neighborhood. So I started helping out there. Uh, the person I worked for, uh, she, her dad was on the board of YFC and I was, I didn't know that at that time, but I was in a Bible study with him and I guess, I don't know, I, I made an impression. So two and a half, almost three years later, I get, a, I get a call from him randomly and, and he says, Hey, uh, we're looking for, uh, someone, uh, to take over at YFC Kingston. The, the current director is, is retiring and, uh, yeah, I, Prayed about it. Felt like, oh, this was the next step. Um, I had been an intern at, at my church for three years, and so it was like I was looking for what the next step would be. And so, yeah, that's how I got to YFC. Crazy. <laughs> I love I love hearing people's stories in general, but like asking people who work and serve at YFC, a lot of the times it's a little bit of a twisty, turny story. <laughs> how they ended up where they are that's really cool 
yeah, I, mm. I was I was humbled. I remember that, like when I first started coming out to the conferences and people would ask like, "How did you get to YFC?" And I, in my mind, I'm like, "Oh, I had a crazy story. Like, wait, wait till they hear this story." And then I just found out really quickly that everybody has a story like that, mm. and so I'm not that special. <laughs> We're all not special together. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm curious about this one. Why is Faith Like Potatoes the <laughs> all-time best faith-based movie? Okay, so sometimes I am, like, very thoughtful and have deep answers to things, and then sometimes it's just ridiculous answers. <laughs> so uh, Faith Like Potatoes is uh, an important movie to me because it's the only movie that has managed to make me cry. Um, mm. Wow. Yeah. And not like not like big ugly tears, just like a couple tears. Uh, but whatever, still, whatever. Still like it, that's impressive to me. So it's a great movie. I, I watched it when I was younger. If you ask me what what it's about, I probably like wouldn't be able to tell you. But I just know that it had an impact on me uh, emotionally. So mm, it's up there. cool, cool. I remember when it was first being uh, advertised and whatnot. But I don't think I've ever seen it. We were going to watch it for research <laughs> for today because we saw I'm like, oh, Abby likes Faith Abby Like Potatoes. Abby sent us a big email with all of his favorite things. And Faith Like Potatoes was one of the, the lists. So I do want to watch it because it's I, I just we watched the trailer and it's from South Africa and I love South Africa. So mm -hmm. I want to watch it now, but we'll see. It's it's at the end of a list of to do's. So we'll get there someday. Yeah, we'll let you know if it makes us a little teary eyed. Please do. Please do. Maybe, yeah. maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe we start a, another podcast where we just review movies that are. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, okay. What is the newest skill you've been learning? Uh, picking locks. Uh, just for, you know, just in case something happens. <laughs> like it's an important skill to have. Um, yeah, just breaking into stuff. And then also uh, I'm fascinated by pressure points. So one of what like one of the programs that, that we do, we, we learn skills with the kids and we pressure points is something that they wanted to work on. So in case, you know, something is going on and you need to defend yourself, like what areas on the face that you can touch uh, to like really hurt someone and then run away. So, yeah, those those are the last two things that, that we've worked on. That's scary. I have a like a guy that used to work at camp and like the dad was worked for like SWAT or whatever. And he like showed me once and he just like casually like reached over and like grabbed my wrist. And like all of a sudden I was like a literal pretzel. It's insane. Yeah. Insane. Uh, it's crazy stuff. And the videos like there was one video of a guy. I think he he's in Japan. And he was using like a volunteer and just doing all his moves on the volunteer. And it was like, it was so painful to watch this guy because he was just getting beat up and like possible <laughs> like a ragdoll. Um, but it was just like you said, just like, like a spot on the wrist and, uh, and he couldn't do anything. So. And yes. no, no strength, just like little, like, it's yeah. crazy. A <laughs> good, a good reminder of like how, uh, what's the word, how fragile we are as humans. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, you're not wrong. Maybe I'll add this onto my ministry action plan for the new <laughs> skills I want to learn next year. Ooh. <laughs> Love it. Again, picking rocks and pressure points. Okay, well, we went all over the map with those fun facts, but aside from those things, tell us about yourself and what life looks like for you. Mm. 
life what life looks like right now i i think uh i'm not the greatest at, at balancing a bunch of things uh so I, I can get really like obsessed with one thing and just focus on that so right now it's it's work um mm. and i'm just trying to build yfc kingston i i came in after the pandemic and so everything had had kind of stopped and so there was like this brand new fresh start that was possible and there's all these opportunities and all this potential and uh yeah and it's i feel like um maybe responsible is not the word the right word like i, I know god is going to do whatever he wants to do but i, I feel like I'm here to do something. And uh, so it's been a process of trying to figure that out and trying to execute. Um, yeah, just have a lot of hopes for, for what YFC Kingston can be. And yeah, I, I think I'm slowly like believing that, that, that I think for my first year, I was just doubting whether I was supposed to be here and like the whole mm. imposter syndrome, like, you know, mm-hmm. somebody else can do a better job of this, but mm-hmm. uh, I feel more confident that, that, that for whatever reason, like God has me here and, and uh, yeah, just trying to build it to, to be something that, that can impact our community and that, that God is like proud of. Making better humans. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for that. We are going to do something that we have never done on the Work Friends podcast before. Also something that I have never done ever before, um, which is do a draft. We're going to do a hymn draft today, ladies and gents. And my parents, if my dad is listening to this, which he most likely will sometime commuting, he's going to be like, Ainsley, you know, like six hymns, but I have gone into the reserves to, to pull up my list of hymns. So we're going to do a little hymn draft and you're, you're going to get to go first, but also I feel like you need to explain the parameters for this because this is your baby. So you let us know how this is going to go, and then we're going to get into it. And Abby thinks sure. he's going to win, but Jen and I are pretty serious. I'm, I'm definitely going to win. There's no question about that. Uh, <laughs> but, Parameter number one, yeah. I'm going to win. Yeah. <laughs> Parameter number two, uh, do we need to define what a hymn is? I think for the audience, Ooh. it's good that we do that. Okay, so what definition are we going by? Does it have to be an old song? I'm not the person to answer this question. I would say, yeah. Okay. Oh, what like, would, a, what yeah. Would, what, what, we're open. What, what, what would you say? This is, again, how would you define a hymn? So I, I researched this, and... Uh, <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> there was, so there was some, like, the article that I read said, there's some, like, musical kind of terms or... I'm not really mu- I'm musically challenged, so I don't really know like how the the musical stuff, um, like a certain amount of verses or choruses or whatever. Um, I didn't get that part, but the person did say that it doesn't necessarily have to be a song from the 1800s or the 1900s. You can have a hymn mm. that's that's made in the 21st century. It just follows a certain style. Love it. Let's do that. All of mine are old, but they can be new if you want. Okay. All of mine are also old. Okay. That's okay. So, um, so we're just going off feel. Like, I think we both we would all agree that like Oceans is probably not a hymn. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, we we maybe all can get like a veto or something like that. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Good. I'm glad that we figured that part out. Uh, the <laughs> next part. So a snake draft is like the most fair way to do this and it's just 
so if I go first and Ainsley goes second, or Jen goes second and then Ainsley goes third, then Ainsley goes fourth, and then Jen goes fifth and I go sixth. So like it just works its way around like a snake. Um, it's like Settlers of Catan. <laughs> I, I have yeah I guess I don't know is that how it works? I've never I've never played that's either. how you pick yes oh guys oh didn't play Sellers of Catan we're not gonna talk about that we have too many things to talk about on this podcast but yeah it's true one day so uh before we get started I would like to spice things up uh I'm gonna propose a trade is that okay okay <laughs> I I would like to trade my sixth and seventh pick for Jen's second pick. Oh. Hmm. I, you're the guest. I guess so. No, you, you <laughs> what are we going to no. do? Say no? You can say no if you want. I yeah. want, I feel like we have to say yes, but I, it terrifies me because he's got this look in his eyes. Like he just knows that he's like rigging it. Yeah, I no, guess I'm, so. I'm giving, I'm giving. So if I, if you do this trade, you'll have um, the fifth pick, the sixth pick and the seventh pick. I just think the draft the draft is kind of top heavy, so I want the first two picks. That's fine. You go for it. All right. Good. <laughs> ah. I'm scared. <laughs> Look at his face. He's like sucker. You sucker. Be I just ripped, I just ripped you off. You know what, Evie? You're the guest. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Good. Okay. So should we start then? Yeah. Um, actually, you you have the fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth pick. You have four picks in a row. Woof. Okay. Yep. We're good. Um, I think I ripped myself off. Um, on that. Well, cheers. Yeah. <laughs> all right. With my first pick, um, greatest hymn of all time. No question about it. Greatest uh hymn chorus of all time. No question about it. Uh, a song that. Uh, has made me emotional a, a couple of times. Um, probably most emotional when we sang it at a wedding of my friend. Uh, my first pick is How Great Thou Art. Yeah, that's uh, easy. Yeah. That's easy. a no-brainer. Yeah, I would agree. Okay. And now with my second pick, this is, I don't think, the like an objective second pick, but I think it's up there. I think it's a top five hymn of all time. Um, it means a lot to me uh, because of the words and uh, just like experiences that I've had with that song. My second pick is Great Is Thy Faithfulness. No. <laughs> yeah, another great pick, Evie. Jeepers. Okay. It's fine. It's hey, fine. that's cool. That's good. <laughs> great picks. Aww. Strong start. Okay. Okay. Oh. Oh, Jen gave up her second pick. This is good for me because I think that one of mine was going to be hers next one. Because oh, I get to, I get to do two in a row now, right? Yeah, you do. You have the third and fourth. Okay, third. Okay, my first pick, the old rugged cross, which is that one makes me cry every time I hear it because oh. my grandpa had dementia, and the last time I saw him, I went to go visit him, and he like barely knew who I was, was confused the whole time. But I put up hymns and I sang that one with him and he could sing every word of that hymn, even mm. though he couldn't make sense of anything. And now if I try to sit at the piano and sing it, like I literally can't even because I'll start crying. So I feel mm. like I just kind of thought so. it has to be it. I can't pick one. And then he passed away like very shortly after that. So that was the last time I ever saw him singing that hymn together. 
only only thing he could remember. So I yeah, think I win with that one. But great, great pick. No hate from me. That was, that was good. A good pick. Yeah, you better not. That yeah, was you not, can't. Oh, okay. Um, and then my next pick will be uh, "Be Thou My Vision." <sighs> I need your pen. <laughs> I knew Jen wanted that one. Yeah, that that was a top three for me as well. Good pick. Okay, that's cool. Um, <laughs> "Be Thou My Vision" was. Uh, my first pick, but that's fine. Um, fifth pick. Wait, you're saying, first pick for me. You're saying that um, you wouldn't have taken like "Great Is Thy Faithfulness" over "Be Thou My Vision." I don't know. So I could I could have kept my my uh, fifth pick or whatever. no, I would have picked "Great Is My Faithfulness." Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Amazing Grace. Again. When I'm singing, I have all these memories of singing these songs, both with my family and with church and whatever else. Uh, when the four-part harmony kicks in, woof. It's like a picture of what heaven's going to be like. So <laughs> love it. Yeah. I, I mean, so I know I said how great thou art is the objective number one. That's that's a lie. It is amazing, Grace. But I thought it'd be too to, Basic. Uh, I'm not. I didn't use that word. Aisley did just for the record. <laughs> uh, yeah, good, good pick. Good pick. Hey, that's fine. Be that my vision was actually my first pick, but whatever. Okay, my turn again. Right. So yes. does everybody, everybody has two picks right now? Mm, no, I just have one. Okay. My next pick is it is well. Good. Love it. Yeah. No. Fun no story. Fun. Not fun. Cool story behind it. Yeah. 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 Good lyrics, but the story takes it over the top for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so far we have uh, How Great Thou Art is first. Great Is Thy Faithfulness second. Old Rugged Cross is third. Right? Mm -hmm. Fourth is Be Thou My Vision. Fifth Mm -hmm. was uh, Amazing Grace. And sixth was Mm -hmm. As Well With My Soul. By the yeah. way, am I, am I supposed to be writing these down, or are you guys writing them down? Hmm. I'm kind of half writing them down and crossing off my list at the same time. <laughs> Ainsley has it. Okay. Um. So that was the seventh pick, right? Mm. Well, that was the sixth pick. That was six. That was six. Okay, so you have, Jen, you have two more picks. Woof. Okay. <laughs> Next pick. Mm, come thou fount of every blessing for multiple reasons. Again, great words. Yeah. Again, uh, King's Kaleidoscope does a rendition of it. Um, yeah, that's my next pick. That's, that's a, it's a great rendition. Um, this is the song that has uh, a name in it, correct? What, sorry? This song has my name in it. Oh, yeah, here I yes. raise my Ebenezer. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, you should give it to me because of that. Too well, late. Well, nah, I can't. You switched your pick. I can't. Sucks to suck. <laughs> we can't go easy on him, Jen. I know. We're strong. Hold strong together. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, is it me again? I'm all mixed up here. Yeah, you again. Okay. Next one. Holy, holy, holy. Same reason. A lot of childhood memories. Four-part harmony kicks in. Yeah, more so for the tune, I think. Well, and, and the words too, as well. Yeah. <laughs> the words are okay. The tune is really what yeah. gets you. Yeah. Holy, holy, holy. 
It's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Is it you? Um, ninth pick, Ainsley. Okay. Ainsley. I yeah. will pick Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Good song. Mm. Good one. I feel like you're, you guys are missing some really, really good ones, but hey, um, good picks regardless. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. Me again. No, Ainsley. I'm confused. Yeah, Ainsley with the 10th pick. Oh, oh shoot. I wasn't prepared for this. Um, I will pick. I keep having to cross off my list. Um, because he lives. Ooh. I've cried during singing that one. Good one. Mm. Yeah, my mom loves that one. Good stuff. Okay. Me again? Yeah, 11th pick. 11. Okay. Um, I'll fly away. But the Alan Jackson rendition, you know, it's just kind of a bop. He has like a whole like Precious Memories album that my sister loves. He's not impressed by this. Hey. <laughs> Country twang is not necessarily my go-to, but if you just need a little bit of a pump up, I'll fly away. I, again, no judgment for me. This is a safe place, Evie. Uh, yeah, but there, there's some some good songs that you're skipping. I feel like. Okay, that was uh, okay, the eleven. Well, you get your pick now, so. Yeah. So with the twelfth pick, I so you you took my I I made my own like list, and I have. I got my first two, but then you picked my third, my fourth, my third and my fourth, which were Be Thou My Vision and It Is Well With My Soul. But I still have my fifth and sixth top. So I'm very happy. Uh, with my <laughs> with my 12th pick, I will take, uh, and this is a newer hymn, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think. I could be wrong. Before the Throne of God Above. Oh, yeah. I don't think I know that one. So good. So, yeah, so good. Yeah, it is a good one. Um, mm, good pick. We're gonna have to make a Spotify playlist yeah. and link it so that people can listen to all of our picks. <laughs> That's a great idea. Okay, and now with my thirteenth pick, another banger, uh, a song that makes me cry like regularly. Um, the power of the cross. Oh, I also don't know that one. Good picks. Hmm. I need I'm to do 14. some shuffling here. Um. Mm -hmm. Got one left. One left. She's looking it up Ooh, on her music what? app. Just as I am. Has that one been? No, no it has not. Yeah, that would be my next. My next pick. Yeah. You go, girl. And I get okay. Fifteen. Um, I'm gonna have to go with my hope is built on nothing less. Ooh. Classic. That brings me right back to early 2000s little Jennifer standing at church. That's good. I think this exercise just reminds us how many good songs there are out there. <laughs> <laughs> good exercise. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 16th pick. This is my fifth pick. Um, and my last pick. It's it comes down to Three options. Um, I got what a friend we have in Jesus. Uh, were you there? No, no, wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Final answer. No, no, I I need the every hour <laughs> up there. Jesus, I'm, I think I'm gonna go with Jesus paid it all. Mm. 
Yeah, cool. that's a good one. Yeah. It's so funny to me how memory is tied with music. Yeah. I didn't know a lot of yours, Abby. I don't know if I know that one either. Jesus paid it all? Yeah. I told you, I didn't grow up learning hymns. These are every every hymn I know, I basically learned in adulthood. There's there's certain some of these hymns, just like the chorus, like when you ha- when you're in a church full of people that know the chorus and they're just singing at the mm. top. Very powerful. And I feel like Jesus, I believe that. Yeah, Jesus believe it all is one of those. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's my fifth pick. But I just wanted to have what a friend we have in Jesus, where you there, and I need thee every hour as my honorable mentions. Three honorable mentions. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm the guest. I can do what I want. So what are what are okay. your, what are your honorable mentions? Um, I feel like I. Uh, hmm. <laughs> this is so funny. Mine is like, oceans. Nice. Oh shit! <laughs> mine kidding. is mine is good good father. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just gonna like log out. Okay. Um, my honorable mention is Hark the Herald Angels Sing because. <laughs> because because when i was nine years old it has it has memories tied to it when i was nine years old we were visiting my grandparents church it was a candlelight service during christmas and you know like the little intro with the piano and you know like i thought the intro was gone was done and so i start singing the first word hark i was one beat off and so i'm a little nine-year-old bull cut jennifer's just like Hark from the back of the church, and I still have not lived it down. So I feel like honorable mention for memory's sake. That's a good you story. Know? That's a good story. Cheers. What, when, when, like, what is the divide? Like, if there's a Venn diagram between, like, and hymns is one circle and carols is another circle, like, what's the middle part? Mm, yeah, I didn't think this through too much, you know? It's, it's a good <laughs> I story. feel like it's like hymn esque, you know? When you start singing, old people can just sing along. Someone can like open up mm. a book, play it on the piano. Mm. Yeah, good point. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. That's just my only moment with that. Sure? Can it be played on an organ? It sure mm. can. Yeah. <laughs> All, yeah, good. Yes. I, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just know. putting it out there. I don't know either. So this uh, this was both of yours first draft. Mm-hmm. I didn't get my honorable yeah. mention. Thank oh, you okay. very much. Sorry, I didn't actually pick oceans. I feel like okay. I didn't even write it down, but mm, oh yeah, that was my last pick. Maybe I surrender all. We'll oh, good. That is a good, good one. I thought so. All right. Um, I feel like that went well. Um, we should <laughs> we should list our our just like so everybody's caught up. We should list our our mm. five slash six, um, and then the people can vote. Love it. All right, you go first, guest. Okay, so I got uh, how great thou art, great is thy faithfulness, before the throne of God above, the power of the cross, and Jesus paid it all is my fifth. And then my honorable mention, I have to pick one honorable mention. I'm going to take, uh, I need the every hour. Okay. I had. I just, I just want to get props to myself. That's an amazing list. So <laughs> Let's I just got... pause and sit in how good that list was. <laughs> this, this, this is it actually is. My, my biggest flex is this. Like I'm, I'm killers. I'm a killer at drafts. And I think I, mm. I came in, um, I did what I plan to do. 
there were some hiccups down the road, but uh, at the end of the day, we, we got the dub. Well, congrats. Yeah. Congrats. How does it feel? Uh, just, I mean, I'm always a winner, so it doesn't feel that much different. Win, 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 no matter about, what. I think Let's I go. like my list. <laughs> you go, Jen. What's okay. yours? I had Amazing Grace. It is well. Come thou, Ainsley, stop. <laughs> Come thou, fountain of every blessing. Holy, holy, holy. I'll fly away. Honorable mention, Hark the Herald Angel Sings. <laughs> a bop, okay? A bop. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're going to be third, honestly. I do too. I do Guys. too. I think I, 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 think I have a pretty good list. Um, okay. Mine is number one, the old rugged cross. Tearjerker. When you vote on this, just remember my beautiful story about my grandfather. I feel like it just. And for me, just remember your sympathy, okay? (laughs) We can't can't pander to the voters. We just have to, you know, let them pick the best songs. I'm not pandering. Just a reminder. We need to remember things. Remembrance is a gift. Sure. I would like to make a reminder as well. I'm a guest. All right, continue. The old old rugged cross. Number two, be thou my vision. Number three, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Four, because he lives. Five, my hope is built on nothing less. With an honorable mention, I surrender all. That's a good list. Tell me that's not a good list. It's a great list. Great list. I think the best list. Uh, Second best. Jen, uh, next time, do better. (laughs) Guys. I think we're in a great... What what do you think? Let's just move on. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? We can't be good at everything. You know, that's what I'm learning. Yeah. No. I think it's kind of fun for me because, okay, I grew up again like not really learning hymns like we definitely sang like what's that one like a rose trampled up. like that's like like michael oh, w smith vibes very much is what i grew up with with just uh, my dad on the piano and some singers with that's what i but then when i went to the church that i now go to and we started going there they would have like hymn sunday like once a month and they always sing hymns that i've never heard of and i still would not know so, like, I used to think hymns were trash. And now as an adult, I've come to this, like, beautiful understanding that there's, like, so many good ones. So, this okay. is good. I was, like, impressed with how many I knew, actually. So, yeah, just hymns a, are not trash. Hymns are wonderful. Just a note to listeners that uh, you, like, are currently, like, the way Ainsley used to be and not really into hymns. This is, like, kind of your message to tap in because you're missing out. Mm-hmm. It is true. Spotify playlist will be linked in the description. <laughs> I love it. Also, too, when you, like, I obviously know some stories behind hymns and whatever else. It is crazy, though, that, like, as we sing these songs, we're joining people over hundreds of years in worshiping God with the mm-hmm. same things or with the same words and songs. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for doing this, Evie. Yeah. Great suggestion. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for, thanks for doing <laughs> it with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wow. Anyway, I just want to say, anytime, any other time you guys want to do a draft, please. Like, I feel like I'm the honorary draft expert. You yeah. know what? We do always do bonus episodes in between seasons. So maybe we'll just have you come in. We'll just do draft like a mid, um, mid-season mid pause or like, a, or not mid-season, between-season pause where we just do a different draft. So that's another thing. You can let us know what's the next draft you want to see. Yeah. We can figure out what that will be. We'll have you back on and I will win again. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> um, 
so we want to hear a little bit more about you because I we I I feel like we learned some things about you, but uh, like you said, you're a curious person, and so. I think it's fun that we get to be the one asking you questions. Um, and so uh, one of the questions I want to ask is when you think about God's faithfulness, what seasons or life events come to mind? Uh, I think I think when we did talk last time, I also told you my favorite episode. Did I tell you my favorite episode that you guys have done? You listed a few. One of them was Jen's. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. Uh, my, at least my favorite moment is, uh, when you had Tim Coles on and you asked him like what he wants to be remembered, uh, for, and he Mm -hmm. said, when people look at my life, I want them to think like God was faithful to Tim, like not, nothing about me or anything that I've done, but just that God was faithful in my life. And so that really stuck out to me that I think he put in words, something that I deeply, deeply, deeply long for. Um, the seasons and life events that come to mind, I think my whole life and, and my parents have kind of instilled this way of thinking as well. My whole life is, is God's faithfulness. I think from the beginning, if you, if you look, if you like looked at my dad's life or my mom's life and try to predict what is, what is it going to look like? You try to, you know, make a prediction of what my life would look like or what even their lives would look like. You wouldn't have guessed it. It's like a one in a million type kind of life. Um, the, the, the young kids, they, they would say that my life is a movie. That's what they would say. Uh, uh, but yeah, so my, my dad kind of like came like small village in the middle of nowhere in Ethiopia, um, and made it out by God's grace. Um, my, my mom, uh, they got married in Belgium. I was born in Belgium and then we moved to Canada. I grew up in Kitchener Waterloo for a little bit and we moved to the Middle East when I was 10 and then uh, I was there till I was 18 and uh, yeah, just a, a lot of random things that would have you would have never expected, but all beautiful things, necessary things, things that God kind of used to to mold me and to teach me and to and and redeemed a lot of the bad things too. So uh, yeah, it's I think I think for most people, I would assume that they would say a similar thing that you when you look back um, and and you just reflect on what God has done. Uh, it's, like there is, there is no, I think there is no conclusion besides God has been faithful to me. And so, yeah, so I would say that about my life. I think the stories that stick out to me as well in the Bible are the stories of, like Abraham is a big one for me because Abraham is remembered as, as someone that has a lot of faith and he's in Hebrews 11. He's like the only fun fact. He's the only person that's mentioned twice um, in Hebrews 11 amongst the, the great heroes of the faith. But if you read his life, uh, it's not, uh, I don't think your takeaway is, wow, Abraham had a lot of faith. I think your takeaway should be God was faithful to Abraham. He made a covenant mm-hmm. with, with Abraham and, and no matter what Abraham did, God just <laughs> was faithful to him. And, and yeah. yeah, if you read like closer, like Abraham, not once, but two times, uh, lied about Sarah being mm-hmm. his, his, not his wife and his sister. And, 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 uh, the first time, like basically just handed her over to Pharaoh and, um, which is, which is such a trash move as a husband, like what a trash move. And then uh, it's like 20 something years later, I think it's like 20 something years later, uh, 20, I think 24 years later, a couple weeks or months after God tells him in a year's time, you and Sarah are going to have a baby, like very clearly says that to him. He does it again and like passes his wife off to, to King. So um, that, I mean, I look at that and I'm like, oh, I relate to that. 
I don't always relate to the Abraham that's willing to sacrifice his own son um, because God said so. But I do relate to like, oh, I'm going to mess this up or I'm going to make the same mistake. And I hope that I'm growing and I hope I'm like, I won't make the same mistakes 24 years from now. But if Abraham did it, like I, I'm, it's very likely that I might make the same mistakes 24 years mm-hmm. from now. And the only thing that, that uh, will remain consistent and like uh, that I can be certain of is that God is faithful. And so mm-hmm. Genesis 15, when God makes a covenant with Abraham, he kind of shows that like he, where, where, they kind of do a covenant ceremony that was uh, common at that time where they take animals and they cut them in half and they like make a path and um, the blood kind of flows down the path. And, and when two people at that time were making a covenant, they would walk through it together and, and people would watch. And it's symbolizing like if we break, if I break my end of this deal, let me be ripped apart like these animals. And um, Jacob sets it up or not Jacob, Abraham sets it up and falls asleep. And then when, when uh, Abraham's falling asleep, God walks through the path alone. And uh, like even like 15 chapters into the Bible, you get this idea that like if, if a covenant between God and humans is going to remain, then it has to be on God to like sustain it. And to because Abraham will fail. I will fail. Um, I will not hold my my own end of the, the deal. But God... Uh, like was showing like, oh, I'm going to be ripped apart because I know you won't be able to hold your end of the deal. And so he sends Jesus to do that. So, um, yeah, so God is faithful and uh, you see it in the Bible and I see it in my life. And yeah, I think like Tim, that, that's I hope that's what people say when I die, no matter what I do, what I, if I do great things or not, that that people will be like, that's it's very clear that God was good to Evie and faithful to him. It's so, I find it so crazy that, like, I don't know about you, like, I've heard since I was little, like, God is faithful, God is love, God is grace, like, all of these kind of characteristics of who he is, and now working that out as an adult and, like, the magnitude of that, like, it actually changes everything, knowing that even when we are faithless, God is faithful. Yeah. Wild. Huh. I would love to hear, so how does your name tie into all of those things? Yeah, I think, uh, well, my, pa- my parents didn't even pick my name. It was a, a friend of theirs in Belgium that, like, kind of just said, oh, this boy, his name is going to be Ebenezer. And uh, Ebenezer is from 1 Samuel 7, 12. It's, uh, it's, uh, there's, the, the story is that the Israelites beat the Philistines, and they wanted to honor God and, like, thank God. And uh, so they set up an altar. They, like, took a big, either they took a bunch of rocks or just one big rock and like placed it and called it Ebenezer, which means rock of help. But they were saying like, thus far the Lord has helped us. Um, like, and, and they placed it in between two uh, towns so that when people would walk by, they would be, they would see the stone, be reminded that um, God is a God that helps and has brought us to this point. And so um my parents used to tell me that that was my name and it didn't, I mean, it didn't mean much to me. I just, I thought my name is just like unique and easy to make fun of. But as I've gotten older, I was like, Oh, this is, this is actually so uh, fitting because this is my desire in life. Like if I could be one thing, it would be just a rock, just a plain Mm. rock that when people walk by it, they would be reminded that God is good. That's it. Like that's my dream for my life. If like personally, I just want to be an old gentle wise sage that when people look at me they think 
man, God is good. That's that's what we see. And uh, however God wants to make that uh, message clear from my life, like I'm as no, like even if it's hard, like let that be. That's my that's my desire. So good. So good seems so insufficient in how to respond to that. But it really is. Yeah, it really is. I wonder if you could share about, uh, yeah, we mentioned before, expectations, dreams, and what's to, uh, like what's come to be, or like what is. Um, as you have, um, yeah, exper- it's cool to hear those pieces of your story, like growing up in the Middle East, living in, or being born in Belgium, Middle East, moving into Canada, um, and even as like going to university, prison ministry, YFC. How have you... Um, sat with and wrestled with the dreams that you have for your life and expectations that you have for your life and how it's kind of come to be, um, how it's played out? Yeah, uh, I think it's been really cool, like trying to figure out. So I, I from young, from, I think my, par- my parents tell me that I was like seven or eight when I was asking them like what God's purpose was for my life. And so I was, mm-hmm. I, I was eager to know really, really early. And so I, I, and I agonized over it. There's years where I just, I like didn't know. And I was wandering and I was um, like miserable. And I can look now back now and be like, oh, I'm glad I learned. Uh, I'm where I, I'm at now. It, it took, it took time, but I feel very confident that that, but what I'm made to do is like I said earlier, reflect God's goodness to remind people that God is good. Um, I, I also am passionate about, um, being more whole and like the sanctification process. I think when I was younger, it, it, I was fascinated by that because I wanted to please my parents or or just be the good kid um, that did all the right things. And now it's just, I see how much humans live in dysfunction and I like get that frustrates me like within myself. It just frustrates me. It's not, it's not like that. There's more, you know? Um, and so I, I'm, I like when Romans eight says that God is working all things together for our good and conforming us to the image of his son. Like I take that seriously. I think that's what my good is. Like my ultimate good is that like God making me more like Christ. And I think Christ um, came to do a lot of things, but one of the things that he came to do was to redefine what it means to be human because he was fully human. Um, So I think he's a picture. He's a, he's a picture of God. Like he's the, the radiance of, of God, but also I think the image of what God uh, in, intended humans to be um, healed and hold and connected and abiding um, in the father. And so uh, I think God is making me a better human by making me more like Christ. I, I, um, and so like within YFC or within ministry or within, I think even if I wasn't in ministry, that's, this is, would be the thing that I would be trying to do for myself. And, and trying to help other people get this as well. Like, uh, like your ultimate good is you becoming more like Christ, becoming more like uh, what God intended you f- to be. This is where you find peace. This is where you find um, joy and hope. And, uh, and God cares about this process. Like he really, I think, like one of the most important things that he's doing right now is, 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 is uniting people with Christ and making them better humans. So, um yeah that's that's all all my life has led up to this and maybe a year from now two years from now five, 10 years from now I've completely changed on what I'm passionate about and what I think I'm meant to do but right now that's that's like my mission in life mm. 
good mission. And I think it's freeing too. Like, I don't know for, oh, I'm sure a lot of us that grew up in church, like I didn't really get that idea of like Jesus wanting to make us into like, well, better humans and into ones that are more full of peace and joy and able to live and walk in light and freedom. Like it was very much for me more about kind of guilt in the way that you have to be or the way that you should be and all of these Mm -hmm. things. And just understanding that like Christ is just here, like holding up a way that is better for all of us. Um, it's a lot of freedom in that. So. And it's actually an act of worship, mm. right? We're talking about hymns, right? <laughs> this is, I could go on, sorry. <laughs> no, go. <laughs> Preach it. Worship is not just singing, right? Like we worship Christ with our life. This whole process that you guys are talking about, like that is worship in itself. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to get inspired up. Yeah, it's good. And that, I, I think also... Um, it at least for me, it simplifies things. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I think as a kid, you learn like, yeah, God created everyone, God created you, but you're not really taught to like maybe ask God what He's created you to be. Like, go figure that out, like from Him. I think uh, a lot of I've spent hours and hours and hours trying to discover on my own or through the the eyes of other people, like who I'm meant to be and who I'm supposed to be, just assuming mm-hmm. that, that either I know better or that the people around me, whether it's my parents, whether it's my friends, whatever, would know better. Like, and I, kind of this long, like, please tell me who I'm supposed to be. Please tell me what I'm supposed to do. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's only recently where I'm like, no, I think because God created me, he probably has the best idea of what I'm supposed to be. So even mm-hmm. though, like, wanting to have dinner with the future me, um, that's, that's with the hope that the future me would have a better idea of like who, what the path God had for me or has for me is. And if, mm. if the future me actually goes down that path and like obeys God and kind of like is going in that direction, I would love to like hear that. But then if my f- the future me doesn't do that, I would love to like hear him say, Hey, don't do this. This is, this is the path that maybe you created on your own. You didn't, you weren't um, uh, following the, the path that God has already made for you, like from, from the foundations of the earth. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's freeing and it simplifies things and it like mm. all, all that energy. I know that like one moment or a couple minutes, like with, like with God or with the spirit opening my eyes to like who I'm supposed to be is way more productive in the process of discovering myself and what I'm supposed to do than the hours or days I've spent trying to figure it out on my own. Um, mm. so that that's been like a, a lesson that I've had to learn the hard way mm-hmm. and, and yeah continuing to to like i think and the, the the pressure or the reason why we go to all the, all the other things is because like it takes time like god is not going to be like like my parents would tell me when i would say can i just know now that they, they were like yeah it doesn't work like that you just live mm-hmm. life live life god makes it clear step by step um this is what i want for you this is what i want you to be and um yeah so that is a journey that I'm, I'm like just, just beginning to recognize and embrace. I feel like we could talk about that for a long time, whole podcast or more, but fortunately you don't have time. So next time we do a draft, we'll have to ask you a little bit more about that, but thank you. And uh, of course we have to ask you the classic work friends question, which is what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Uh, this one, this one's easy to me. Uh, mm. I, 
as I've mentioned earlier, growth and becoming better is important to me. Sometimes it's coming from a good place. Sometimes it's not, but it's just really important. Um, but the way to go about that is slow and it's hard and it's painful. Mm. It's not always easy, but I have found that the cheat code, like I'm not, some people are really good at the disciplines and some people are really good at like forcing themselves to, to do the things necessary to grow. Uh, I'm not that person. And so the cheat code, as I'm trying to get better at that area, the cheat code is surrounding yourself with good people. And uh, when you surround yourself with good people, you just because it, the, the, have you ever heard of mimesis? It's, I don't think so. It's the idea that it's like that we imitate like humans, like something that's mm. so fundamental to how we are is that we just copy. Um, mm. And a lot of what forms us is just like us observing and copying what's around us. Mm-hmm. So if you surround yourself with good people, people that you admire, people that are uh, holy and, and gentle and all the virtues and values that you want to be, um, even without trying, you will start to become like them. You will start to look like them. Uh, you'll start to copy the way the, the things that they say and, and do. So, um, yeah, so like true growth is hard and, and, and takes time and God is doing that in us. But I think the like the quickest, simplest way uh for like to get progress in that area is just be around good people good word (laughs) (laughs) i mean thanks so much for joining us again we have so many other things to talk about for our next episodes draft wise life wise but thanks so much for taking the time to to chat with us and yeah it was so cool to hear how god is shaping you and forming you and just your desire to like god has been faithful to ebby um yeah it's just so evident so Mm. thanks for joining us this has been so fun and it's fun too knowing that you work at yfc we work at yfc and we'll probably see each other around sometime yeah this this was really fun um thank you for for inviting me on and uh, i can't Mm -hmm. wait absolutely Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We have more amazing conversations like this coming up every single Monday. We've got a few more bonus episodes coming up before we preview our next season that we are working on. So make sure that you vote in the hymn draft, either on our Instagram or if you're listening on Spotify, there's some polls there so that we can prove that I won and Jen lost. Sympathy votes are not like beneath me, so... Do whatever you need to do. (laughs) Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy the rest of your week. Also, we have linked to our Spotify. There's a playlist with all of the hymns that we um, picked for our draft. So you can go listen to them if you've never heard them before. Sure. That's fun. Enjoy your hymns. Enjoy your hymns. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye.